Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get started. For such a time as this, we praise you, O God, and we thank you. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. We thank you for all that you provide to us. For the beauty of this earth and the natural resources you've provided for our care, may we always be good stewards of all that you have provided. We ask again for your protection over our president and those that are working with him. And we ask for your watch care over this nation, Father. We're a divided nation right now, and it's it's not pretty. Guide, Father. Guide us and grant us wisdom and discernment. Make the truths known to us and expose the lies and the corruption that plagues our government. I give to you this day again, CSC Talk Radio. I ask your blessings on my listeners, my sponsors, and my advertisers, and on my guests today. May today's show enlighten and encourage, and as we educate with truth, science, and logic, you know, common sense. For such a time as this, I pray. Amen. What a crazy world we're in. I guess it's always been crazy. We just see it today because we're living in it, I suppose. There is so much to fear these days, it would seem. We have COVID-19, and it's put the fear into the hearts of most Americans. The pandemic is quite real. But last I heard, it, it will spread whatever. And that's the truth. It's just inevitable. So is COVID-19 the new existential threat to our society? I suppose in some ways it is. We've lost many, many lives. We've lost lives in our community from this new virus. But the majority of Americans who contracted and have survived, regardless of the age group, all are in the upper 90-some percentile of survival. It's not a death threat or sentence. Before China unleashed the pandemic on the world, we were daily being told that our world is coming to an end if we didn't stop CO2, bring it to zero by 2030. Well, wait a minute here. I might not be the sharpest stack in the box, but I do remember my seventh grade science class. CO2 is good for you. We inhale oxygen and we exhale CO2. Plant life absorbs the uh, CO2 and it emits the oxygen. It's like a beautiful sharing and renewing of the air we breathe. When all this talk started, I was just a teenager. I had to go and read. Are they talking about carbon dioxide, which is good? Or do they mean carbon monoxide, which is bad? 
Nope, they were saying CO2. It never made sense then, and it doesn't make sense now. And I'm not a scientist. I am following the science, however. It's simple science. CO2 is good for you, and it's good for the Earth. Now, I believe the existential threat is there, but it lies in being told and being placed in fear. The fears that are being instilled into the hearts and the minds of the people, especially our children, our young people. So how do we recognize a lie? The story keeps changing. The ozone hole, stop using the hairspray or the aerosol spray deodorants, etc., etc. Global cooling, global warming. Okay, let's call it climate change. It's got to be one or the other, right? Not one of the green doomsday predictions have come to be. Not one of them. The fears are unwarranted and unsubstantiated. Real science is the opinion concluded when looking at the data. Hey, I'm not a scientist. I made that sound pretty good, didn't I? My conclusion is their fears are unfounded. If the world was going to end because of CO2 contamination, America is still the best place to live. We have the cleanest air. We raise the most crops. We have the most efficient energy in the world. Not a threat, a good thing. We love to recycle our CO2 with our farm crops and our forests and those lovely trees throughout our communities. My guest today is William Stewart. Today's show is brought to you by CO2 Coalition. And uh, I uh, am going to just bring him on the air. We We welcome you, Bill, to CSC Talk Radio. And thank you so much for all that you're doing to bring the truth to, to my listeners. I I thank you very much for that. How are you doing today, Bill? Uh, Good. I'm happy to be here. Um, Anytime you want to start firing away questions or or do you want me to um, (laughs) plug the latest uh, CO2 coalition? um, uh, We can do all the above. Uh, All right. (laughs) Go ahead, sir. (laughs) Well, um, I just wanted to uh, put out that if you can go on to the – if listeners go on to our website – CO2coalition.org, CO2, the spell, and uh, C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N.org, and <clears throat> go to the, um, the homepage and then scroll down to the latest articles. Uh, we're, a new one that we just put out is called uh, uh, New Tech American Coal-Fired Electricity for Africa. And we're saying that African lives matter, too. Um, Absolutely. You know, there are so many uh, young people, um, children, adults, half a million people dying every year from indoor pollution because they're burning, uh, forced to burn uh, wood, sticks, and animal dung for fuel. Well, guess what? That's really not – that's real pollution, and uh, they're burning it inside the homes and, and uh, causing all sorts of uh, disease, um, among which is pneumonia and everything else. So if – and um, Africans are being prevented by the international agencies, financing agencies, World Bank and so forth. They're not allowed to build coal-fired power plants or get them financed. But oh, wow. the modern high-tech coal plants 
that are okay. Yeah, they make CO2, but CO2 is plant food. Um, mm-hmm. So if and that's about all they do. They, they make uh, you, you, the air is clean from the sulfur oxides that produces gypsum, and um, the and some of them the dust uh, comes out that goes into cement. So everything's recycled that comes out. The bad stuff. It is all reused, recycled, and um, you know if if the if African can actually get reliable electricity, um, then a lot of problems will go away. Part of the problem, you know, is it's so unreliable. Even the ones that are uh, power plants operating, <clears throat> the the diesel generators kick on. Well, guess what they do? They just pump out a lot of soot and crap. You know, good high-tech stuff. So it'll be a really good thing if um, Africa gets to take our high-tech coal technology, build their power plants, make electricity. And and, uh, electrical energy correlates um, very, very accurately with standard of living. And if they get electricity to run their factories and their homes and refrigerators and commerce, then um, to be able to move ahead the way that the Asians, the Chinese and the Indians are doing. And uh, um, China is is uh, basically 100% electri- uh, electrified now, just like the Western world. And um, But not so in Africa. And um, India's coming along. They're democratic. I mean, China is a totalitarian society, and when the party commands to build yeah. <laughs> generators, they blow them. But um, anyway, that's... Well, we're headed that's into a break. Thing. I do want to talk about that, and I have some other questions, too, when we come back, and I really appreciate you being with us today, Bill. CO2Coalition.org. Go to, straight to their website or go to my website and just click on the icon. It'll take you right there. Bill and Beth Ann are going to be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. 
Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com We have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting today with William Stewart. He is with the CO2 Coalition, and I got in such a hurry that I failed to give his bio. I was in such a hurry to get started here. He attended the Brown University in 1968 on a Navy scholarship, receiving degrees in electrical engineering and his commission in the regular Navy. He was a first lieutenant and then an anti-submarine warfare officer with a collateral duty of nuclear weapons officer on the USS Vosges. In addition to three years of sea duty, he spent a year on shore duty in the Navy R&D organization. He returned, he ret- attained the rank of lieutenant commander in the U.S. Navy Naval Reserve. He was recruited into the steamship industry, moving to New York City, where he spent the better part of his working career as a character bro- as a charter broker. He co-founded Stewart Alexander and Company Incorporated, an independent ship brokerage company, in 1983, and led the company for over 30 years. He has been active in the fa- in the last few years in the fight against wind and solar renewables in Virginia, which are disastrous for both the environment and the economy. Bill, you've been working hard for a long time, and, uh, you know, some of it just is putting things together, common sense, and, and uh, by the way, I want to thank you for your service to this country. Appreciate it. We had Veterans Day last week, and I want to thank you for that. Um, I was reading an email that you sent in to us, and... You and I have a lot of the same 
opinions about things. It looks like you have a little bit of a sense of humor, too. I liked what you said about you you put in your email that you wanted to say that man-made CO2 generated by burning fossil fuels is a major contribution to the re-greening of the earth. And what little warming there is and has been caused by man-made CO2 is beneficial. Warm is good. Cold is bad. CO2 is the new MAGA. Making all green again. I just love that. (laughs) Making all green again. I would just appreciate that so much. That was pretty humorous and pretty cute. Well, you know, the the Earth, I mean, millions of years ago, hundreds of millions ago, it was all green uh, from from the North Pole to the South Pole. I mean, um, the Antarctica, which is just all, you know, miles deep of ice, was once um, a tropical rainforest. So um, we're just regrading the Earth now. It used to be all green. Now we're regreening it, not just greening it. So, um, yeah, it, it's, um, you know, we, the Earth is not heating up in some radical way that the, um, that the um, alarmists are predicting. Their predictions are all wrong. Um, and when you, make, when you make predictions that are so far off from, you know, the results are so far off from the predictions, you know, you've got to go back and look at the whole thing. You don't just keep making more models based on, this, on the same um, conjecture. And that's what science, the advance of science um, is, is the, uh, the guy who wrote about this in the 20th century was a, a, an, an Austrian-British philosopher of science called um, Karl Popper. And he wrote conjectures and refutations. And the way science advances, scientific knowledge advances, you make a conjecture. Okay, I think that CO2 warming is heating up the um, water vapor, and it's all going to run away. Okay, that's a conjecture. That makes reasonable because CO2 by itself will warm up. And... Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then you have to test this with what's what's actually happening. And now that was written 40, 40 years ago, and um, these models just—it's just not happening. So um, you go back and you start all over again. You know, see, science is different from everyday life. Science says it's it's the exception that disproves the world, the rule. You know, the common thing is, oh, that's the exception that proves the rule. Well, guess what? Not true in science. An exception <laughs> disproves the rule. So um, that's why we really have to move on. And the other thing that I say is, look, at, we're not going to convince If we don't convince you, okay, but renewables don't work. 80% of the time they don't make any electricity. And uh, it's, you know, it's really the the um, backup power, which is mostly CO2, I mean, um, natural gas t- turbines that are making CO2 all the time because they have to run 24-7. So why even go through this grill? If you're really afraid of CO2, you've got to go nuclear. And, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not the CO2 coalition um, but the other thing, too, is that 
we've only got a few hundred years or a thousand years or something of, of fossil fuels left. What's happened over the last hundred million years, um, I'm not that old, but I've been around for a while. Um, the, <laughs> Me either. The, the, the CO2 is absorbed into the cold ocean. It's metabolized by all these sea creatures, made into shells. They die. This, the uh, limestone, this becomes limestone. They, that drops to the bottom of the ocean. And that's all our, our limestone and marble and all these uh, rocks. And we almost ran out of CO2 um, in the last um, <clears throat> ice ages. It got down to almost 150 parts per million, which is when plant life starts to die off. But, you know, as you make more CO2 by burning fossil fuels, we're using the stuff up. It isn't an indefinite supply, although, of course, people have been guessing that we're going to be running out of petroleum, we're going to be running out of gas, we're going to be, and they've all been wrong. So and there's no reason to think that this is going to be correct. But eventually the prices will start to go up. That's how the market works. Um, that's why socialism doesn't work. Because there's no market Amen. to tell you what the right price is. So, um, so we are, our, our descendants someday, are going to have to go nuclear fission or, or fusion or something else. I mean, we can't predict the future. Well, I thought that was interesting. I thought it was interesting what you had written about the nuclear and making smaller facilities. We have a large facility here in the state of Missouri, uh, and it uh, it supplies a, a lot of electricity for the area there where it is, and uh, it's it's a nuclear power plant here, and. Um, uh, so I thought the idea of the smaller ones around sounded like a uh, sounded like it was a little bit more economical, a little bit more feasible. Uh, might yeah, explain we, that a um, little bit. Yeah, no, I mean that this this um, small modular reactor thing, and uh, NRC just approved um, another step. I mean, in this painfully long uh, permitting process, but. Um, and I don't know what the pricing. I can't get get. It, it's it's more expensive than say a gas plant, but it's much less expensive than these big old-fashioned nukes that are stick built and you can't. Um, and they cost now so much to build because of all the um, redundancy and 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 the protections that have been built in post Fukushima, and mm-hmm. um, so they're 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 kind of impractical. Our our big utility here is. Dominion, which is Virginia Power. And they've got two big facilities, nuclear facilities, each with two plants. And they were actually permitted uh, 10 years ago by the NRC to build another one. But economically, it wouldn't work. And that, that, the area in that, if you look, I'm kind of a, as you can tell, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into this. So I read the <laughs> That's <permit> good. <laughs> from the NRC. And it's only going to take 22 acres for 1.5 megawatts, which is uh, gigawatts, which is huge. You know, that's twice, almost twice, two power plants. And, you know, something like to to, to do solar, it would take 15,000 acres as much as, and only 22 acres 
in the existing campus. So, I mean, that's 2,500 times as much land, which is forest. You chop it down, and, and if you do that arithmetic, it's a million, it's a million trees per, per 10,000 acres. That's 15,000. Um, uh, one point a million trees, one point five million trees. That's a lot of oxygen. These two That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that that's not going to. So I mean, there's CO two. It it doesn't. It's 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 it doesn't. It's not the same equivalent as burning coal, but um, you know. Well, I think the land. I hear the music. I, I hear the music, Bill, and I, I'm, I want to talk about this land issue when we come back over that. I have an article that, uh, well, I'll explain it to you when we come back, but it's a, it's a guy. He's a bully. He's a green bully. <laughs> and they're taking the land for the sake of uh, green energy, or is it just the green dollars that they're putting in their pockets? You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with William Stewart with the CO2 Coalition. Go to the CO2Coalition.org and get educated on this stuff, folks. It's something you need to know. They're constantly telling us something. You need to expand and learn a little bit more. CO2Coalition.org or go to my website and click on the icon. You're listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with William Stewart. We're calling him Bill with the CO2 Coalition. Just visit CO2Coalition.org. It's just that simple. CO2Coalition.org. Or you can go to my website if you're already there and just click on the icon and go straight to their website. And you can read the articles that are there and the information. And you can read the bios on the members such as uh, Bill. This this is an article out of Forbes magazine that Rudy found and was showing me. And we're just going to call him a green bully. It's His name is Michael Polsky. And he's with Invenergy. And what they're doing is they're going across the land of the United States and they're taking land. And they're winning to put up their green energy. Particularly, I think this is wind farms. And all the property that that takes to put up these wind farms. And, of course, we know they kill the birds, the eagles, the bats. Uh, they don't last very long, by the way, either. And they're even less, they last less time when they build them where there's a, a different type of atmosphere, like by the sea and such. But it's the land that bothers me. You know, I'm in rural America, and land is kind of important. <laughs> it feeds us. So here they're talking about CO2 and oxygen and blah, 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 blah. But without our plants, without our foliage, we can't eat. And it does make the air cleaner. So I was going to have you kind of talk about that just a little bit. This guy is going across, and he's winning some of these court cases, I guess, because, you know, everybody wants to be the green. But the only green that's coming out of this is this guy's getting filthy rich. And people need to understand that. Go ahead. Yeah, this is basically a transfer of money from Main Street to Wall Street, and these guys are just in it, <laughs> Good in it, in it for the money. And and um, you know, down here in Virginia, um, or east here in Virginia, the uh, Governor McAuliffe, uh, former Governor McAuliffe, he went around to all the counties and uh, said, "Look, we want you to." Uh, 
all agricultural land zoned A4. Uh, you permit uh, renewable energy to go on it without any uh, without going to, uh, rezoning it for industrial use. Well, guess what? If, if the power company did it, did something, they would have to uh, have it industrially zoned and then go through hoops for years to get something permitted. So the way it works now, the dirty deal is that um, you want to sell your land to these guys, and they'll pay top dollar because they're getting heavily subsidized. I mean, one-third of it of solar is, is straight out of the taxpayers' pockets. And then you got operating subsidies, federal, state, and local level. And you've got um, the uh, – we, we have these uh, – they call them ISO, independent systems operators. Those are the guys actually dispatch the power. And they – it was a really good idea. It was started out back in the 1950s. Um, so they would dispatch power from the most efficient – uh, power plants and uh, reduce the price of electricity. So here, the three states started from Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and, and Maryland, and and then this, it, it gradually expanded up and down the coast. Now they're required by statute to uh, to buy renewable stuff, and they pay pay quite a bit more money than the stuff is really worth. And the same way with, you know, rooftop solar and, and things. Um, people that make it and sell it back to the power company get a whole lot more money for it than it's worth. And conversely, when they need electricity for 80% of the time, they get it cheaper than what it's worth. So it's all political. It's all pushed by the hard left. And they're not science people. And, you know, to them, it's really the religion. They've, they've basically a, abandoned um, Judeo-Christian or any other sort of traditional religion, mm-hmm. their new religion is green stuff, and their their sacrament is is recycling, um, and and they just um, you know they big green you know this, these are these are billion dollar operations. I mean billion with a B, as opposed yeah. to people like CO2 co- coalition. We just it's mostly all volunteers. I mean, I'm not getting paid, and we get a few hundred thousand dollars a year contribution to, to keep up the website, pay for the, um, you know, the the uh, director, executive director, and pay for, you know, various operating expenses. But, you know, that's Trump change. They talk about, you know, how the oil company subsidizes, you know, people like us. Well, just... It's just not so. And they get, they, you know, they scare all these people, you know, Sierra Club people and all mm-hmm. the, I mean, even the Audubon Society, you know, I, I don't get it. You know, they're supposed to be protecting birds, and they're okay with all this stuff that kills birds. So, um well, it, it goes know, back that, to other things that we can't get into today, but but it goes back to control. And you kind of mentioned that in your email. It goes back to control and socialism. And the left is yeah. pushing socialism. Socialism doesn't believe people should own the land. They think government should own the land and own everything, and then they'll they'll distribute it <laughs> accordingly. And we can see how well the renewable 
is doing when we just look at the state of California. You want to talk about that a little bit? How come they can't keep the lights on? They can't keep yeah, the well, lights I mean, on. You know, they're, they're shutting down conventional and nuclear that works 24 hours a day and replacing mm-hmm. it with solar that works um, 8 to 12 hours a day. And and But that's only when and, uh, they get better weather out there than we have here. Or Basically, here in Virginia, we've only got um, they're making electricity 20% of the time. So, um, so at night, you know, there's, you can increase the, the, uh, efficiency of a solar panel all you want, but it's never going to make electricity at night. So, uh, or, or early morning or, or late evening when the big demand is. And, and we have, um, Days on end, you're going to have a week in the wintertime when the demand for electricity is high for heating, and there's no, there's no solar. So we're and then, mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, we're going to get batteries. Well, okay, but <laughs> no, you're not because you know they're they're so expensive, and uh, you know there's great pictures on the internet of these giant batteries catching on fire and um you know it just it's it's not going to happen uh well somebody was telling me i can't it it was one of your members from co2 that was telling me i never you know i'm a girl i don't know the only thing i know about cars i shouldn't say that about all girls i'm just that way it's what color they are you know i know there's ford and there's chevys and this and that but when they were talking about the electric cars one of your members was telling me how heavy those batteries are how big <laughs> i'm thinking oh i never stopped to think about that it, it oh, makes yeah. no and, sense yeah and and uh, that's a that's another energy density thing the energy in 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 gasoline or diesel is is energy density is much higher than electrical energy in a battery so yeah you're hauling around batteries and um, <laughs> those lithium-ion batteries—they're expensive, and um, and you know where's the electricity going to come from to charge those things? Well, you know, right now, um, you know, they say oh, solar, and then we'll do batteries. Well, no, not really. I mean, if you if you won't make CO2, which of course, as we say, is plant food, and and if it has caused any of the warming, which it may have. I mean, we're not, you know, when they say, oh, we're deniers. Well, no, we 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 don't deny that climate is changing. It's been changing every day since the Earth was formed. And it's gone up and it's gone down. And, and, um, and long well, my, before, before humans just, made the first fire. My so, simple mind um, says, well, we're not in an ice age, so of course it's warming up. <laughs> we're not in an ice age anymore. We're headed into a break. When we come back, I have several questions I want to ask you, and I want to tell my listeners, you need to be truth seekers. Don't just take what they tell you, because they're not telling you the truth about things. Go to CO2Coalition.org. That's CO2Coalition.org. And Bill and Beth Ann, we're going to be right back.
If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212-800-378-3212-800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. Bring on the glitz this holiday season with MakeupAmerica.us. Rhonda, CEO and founder of Makeup America, is offering her one-and-done sister sets, matching lipstick and nail polish. But Rhonda didn't stop there. She's added a free nail file and a cosmetic bag. Most sister sets are under $30. Remember to use the promo code BETHANN20 for 20% off. Get one-and-done. You got more for less. Easy, smart shopping, right? These sister sets are perfect. Whether a hostess gift, Hanukkah, or Christmas gift, appreciate your first responders. Great stocking stuffers. I'd say thank you to teachers. And shh, don't forget your secret Santa. Bring some glitter to your Happy New Year celebrations. One and done it is. Each sister set includes a free nail file and a cosmetic bag. You will also save close to $9 in the four-color American manicure set when using the promo code BETHANN20. Visit MakeupAmerica.us. Use promo code BETHANN20 to receive 20% discount off all Makeup America products. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work, I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, 
two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Bethann. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're visiting with Bill Stewart of CO2 Coalition. Be truth seekers, my friends. Don't let them insult you and call you names and... And say you don't believe in the science, be a truth seeker. Go to the CO2Coalition.org. Go to their website and look into what they're doing and what they're writing. There's scientists and, and businessmen of all walks of earth that they, they've been studying this. Go to their website and just look and read. Do some more research on your own. I, I just wanted to barely mention with the batteries about the rare earth minerals, and most of those are all gotten from China. So that could be cut off from us at any time. This is the first time the United States bill has been has been energy independent, and I kind of like it that way. And I'm a little worried about what's going to happen with this, this election that is uh, a mess. But I also wanted, I wanted to ask you about these fears and these things that they are saying to to people everywhere, the the fires, they're blaming the fires on climate change, they're blaming high sea levels, they're blaming all the storms, all these things, they're all blaming on climate change. And when somebody's standing there, and they've been a victim to these fires, and these fires are real, but they're not ca- caused by climate change. They are real. No, they're... Yeah, no, but, I mean, they're caused by bad forest management. Management has <laughs> exactly. been forced on society by these radical greens who won't let logging happen. They won't let thinning of the dead trees happen. And they're just building up uh, kindling every year. And, uh, oh, they're just a tinderbox. Yeah, I mean, fires have happened, wildfires have happened since the beginning of time. I mean, that's how forest gets cleaned out but these guys said stop around 30 years ago and and the and and the legislature said okay 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 we'll do it and and of course it's interesting this is only on land private forests are really okay because they they uh husband them they work them they manage them they work them and, and the same way with the rising sea level. Well, it's the same as it's been for the last hundred years or the last thousand years. It's it's one millimeter a year or something like that. And um, we have a problem here in Virginia, the Chesapeake Bay. Um, it looks as if it's going up, but as a matter of fact, the land's sinking uh, for a couple of reasons. One is the pumping out the aquifer to use the water. Another thing is that the naval base in Norfolk, the largest naval base on the planet, was built on filled land, and that's sinking. 
And then Chesapeake Bay was formed by a meteor that landed, a huge meteor that landed me a, a million years, well, however many long years time ago, uh, before our time. And, and before uh, I was that, born. <laughs> that, you know, so that, that land is, was pushed up and that's gradually sinking down. But still it's not, so right now we're, we're mediating things. We're pumping water back into the aquifer. So that, these are problems that, that, that can be solved. And in and, and another hundred years, if it, it gets up to, you know, a, I think a foot a century or something like that, you know, eventually it's going to be a problem. But, you know, if you, you get smart like the Dutch. All their land is under sea level, and then they figure out how to build dikes. I mean, it's, but that's going to be long after we're not around. I mean, hundreds of years. And they'll figure it out. It's just, uh, and there's nothing you can do about it. Of course, we might be in an ice age by then, and and, um, and the um, sea levels will be be going down. So, um, you know, you know, I've, I've of, been, one, one, you know, one of our skill sets is not predicting a future. So, you know, they'll figure it out. <laughs> they will figure it out. We've always figured it out. You know, we we know that looking back in our history, the history in this nation, the history in other nations, how far we've come, especially with our energy. And uh, I was I've been studying uh, for my shows coming up next week that we're going to do uh, Thanksgiving shows, and I've been studying what what the pilgrims actually went through when they came to this land, and how. We would call it barbaric, I guess, you know. They had, they had to cut the trees down. They had to do this. They had to do that. Uh, that's what they used for their wood as well as for their housing. And, and they had fires right in those wood houses. <laughs> but we've come so far from that. And I have a good friend, uh, and she grew up in some of the coal country over there in England where it was filthy and dirty. And she said, I, I was born with, uh, with uh, bronchitis, you know, she said, it's not like that anymore. And yeah. I think if you listen to somebody like AOC, you'd think we were going backwards. And that's not the case. We keep improving. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, when we were kids, I mean, you know, you had, what, out in Los Angeles, you know, you had the smog, eh? and you couldn't even see the city. In Pittsburgh, with all the uh, you know steel mills and everything, and right. um, the all the uh, the climate is in the in the Western world anyway. The developed world is so much cleaner, and then and then the air is almost as good as it was before industry happened. And and my wife and I were in China about twenty years ago, and um, for a couple of weeks, and we literally could not see blue sky. For yeah. two weeks, and mm-hmm. and apparently it's gotten worse. But now, of course, and, yeah. you know, and and you know, in a totalitarian society like China, you can complain if they'll let you complain. I mean, they're finally wising up, and they're going to be they're going to do something about it. They're actually developing nuclear power. They're installing nuclear power. So the Indians, uh, but they're building, you know, much, you know, what is a a, a, a big. A coal-fired power plant every week. So, you know, as far as they're concerned, the developing world is concerned, they've got to have energy. They've got to have electrical power to get out of 
uh, out of the primitive uh, society that we had before the Industrial Revolution came along. And the other thing I want to talk about is, is the science is settled stuff. I mean, science is never settled. It's, it's always in a process of moving along. You know, back, back in the 1600s when um, Isaac Newton came along, the settled science was Aristotle. Aristotle was completely wrong. And, and uh, Newton tried to get in and said, hey, look, at, I've discovered this is the way it works. And the, the Arist- Aristotelians fought him. Um, he was right, and he won. But there's one guy against everybody. And then, you know, fast forward to the 20th century where Einstein said, mm, okay, um, yeah, that mostly works, but it just, but this is the way it really works. So, um, you never know, settles. that's the way things progress. The science has never settled. Exactly. And I think that it infuriates. One of the things that infuriates me most of all is to hear these politicians and environmentalists and people who know no science, who has never set in a, class, in a science or an engineering lab, telling me that I'm a denier of science. Please. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I don't want to call them idiots, but they were idiots as far as science is concerned. They don't know I'll say it for you. <laughs> you know, telling me science. Jesus, uh, I, don't, I don't, you know, please. Well, we're out of time. Bill, this has been, this has been fun and it's been enlightening. I appreciate you so much. My listeners, be truth seekers. The science isn't settled. Go to CO2Coalition.org and read what they have there. They've done a lot of research. Well, look at this, will you? DailyKen.com reports news even conservatives won't touch. DailyKen.com has insightful commentary. DailyKen.com even has a touch of humour. DailyKen.com doesn't try to be politically correct. DailyKen.com works hard to find stories ignored by the mainstream media. News the other guys won't touch. Insightful commentary, a tad of humour, not politically correct. Stories ignored by the mainstream media. DailyKen.com Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News that networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. 
or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's LibertyNewsRadio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today.